Drew, you're doing mm, the intro, good. so get ready. Why do I always gotta do it, dude? Um, because I think you're the best at it. What a compliment. You know what, dude, that's sad. That might be the nicest thing you ever said to me. I think this will be fun. So, I mean, object with the intro is just hype the fuck up. Like, who is Danny? Like, she, we don't need her to tell us who she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, now you gotta give me a second. Fuck. You want my resume? Spread it out really a fucking... September 2019. It all started in the day. Oh, yeah. just eat Are we salmon in the in the background? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so Danny, just be obnoxious. No. <laughs> How'd you grow up? You no. like salmon? <laughs> it's fucking great over here. <laughs> Go ahead, we'll wait. Yeah, take your fucking time too. I just want to. No, we're chilling. Double check if that's camera. Uh, camera is on. it is it rolling now? Yeah, it's on. Okay. How are you? All right, I guess we're gonna have to improvise again. All right, so we got the boys here today. Right now, gang, with our guest, Danny Faye. We're gonna give a round of applause. Yep. Thank you. Clap it up, you dickhead. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, short little story, you know, we all went to Bangor. Danny's from Bangor. Probably one of the first athletes really make it out of Bangor that had like a, you know, went to a real, I guess you can say like big school. Went to Penn State, played softball. Well, you started four years pretty much out there. Yeah. And now, uh, back in civilian life. Welcome to the gang. How are you? Doing great. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm what are you doing right now? Like, what's your life look like right now? Um, right now, I'm working at Penn State, which is in February going to be a year. I do athletic social media coordinator and brand management, which is fun. Doing all 31 sports with kind of just video, photo, interview stuff like this. But um, not as... I started from scratch scratch so i'm Me taking too. notes during this yeah. <laughs> but um other than that i kind of do some stuff on the side just to make some extra money because i got the time and then yeah just training like monday through saturday sunday's day off what are you but training for, right now? training for a half iron man in july in happy valley that's at happy valley right for those that don't know it's a half iron man uh half iron man is 70.3 miles total Starts with swimming, 1.2, biking, 56.3, and then running a half marathon. So Gnarly, dude. Have you ever done anything like that? Before? No, never. So why, why half Ironman? <laughs> Actually, I uh, saw it was coming to Happy Valley. Like, the finish line is Beaver Stadium, 50-yard line. I was like, oh, shit. come on. Like, I can't yeah. not do it. And Drew just finished his race. And I was like, been kind of looking for something to do like really hard. That is like, never, you know, something. Scares so yeah, me. you're a little bit of an inspiration. You know, I'll do my best. You used to it, but um, that's kind of what I was like. It's time to do something extremely hard mentally. No better time than right now, right? Exactly. And then that was like, hey, come to Happy Valley, and I was like, done. Let's do it. Do I know anything about training for it? No. <laughs> a different, yeah. different story. Yeah. I kind of want. I want to, if you don't mind. I just want to take things back. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've known Danny for a long time. I kind of want to get back to like. We can probably go right around high school, mm-hmm. like freshman year, because I mean, growing up, obviously played softball, all that shit. And I remember, I remember when they brought it up that you were coming on the pod. I, was, I remember a specific conversation we had when we were in ninth grade. 
and we just had we just had the baseball and softball tryouts mm. and you were texting me and you were fucking livid because you got double rostered oh, as a freshman <laughs> you got double rostered jv and varsity and it feel, ever since then it just kind of like lit us i mean it was all uphill from there yeah but i just kind of want to go back to like if you even remember that moment that conversation yeah and kind of just what what was going through your head what lit a spark like what changed after that because yeah. after that it was it was very clear like you shouldn't have been double yeah. rostered obviously <laughs> yeah well that was definitely the turning point for me as well and i'll never forget it it was the trial like listings came out the same night that the sadie hawkins dance was happening so uh, i was at the dance <laughs> and everyone's moms are texting because our class was like a pretty like five of us played uh five out of seven of us played college softball very athletic so, class really good class like we were the ones that kind of took it that program to the next level with coach rich and sure. i would never like i still to this day thank him for that decision he made to double roster me because he didn't he didn't know I, I didn't know what he was doing for me at that moment because it did light something in me that wanted me to kind of be not approve kind of thing but obviously i wasn't doing enough yeah in, in the yeah. back of your head it was probably one of those things like i know i don't fucking belong here yeah like you're meant for the higher level yeah and now, like, growing up, like, going up to high school, were you always, like, a star player on a team? Or you were, some, or were you someone that, like, really, like, you fucking grinded every step mm. of the way to well, get when, to where you're at? When to that point that I got to be the star player, we kind of chatted. Like, my, my mom was, like, my softball person, right? And then yeah. we were kind of like, all right, you're the best of the best on this team. Time to move, you know? And that just kind of happened many years, like, from, I want to say, seventh grade to wherever I end, ended up in 12th grade because mm -hmm. I didn't get recruited until my senior year fall. Right. But um, that's kind of just the path that it happened. Like when I was the best, okay, time to move. But even though, I mean, it's comfy being the best, you know, when you're on your team and you're just like, oh, fuck yeah, like I'm up to bat, like we're down by three, done. You know, like, <laughs> About to be up by one. <laughs> exactly. Like no problem. But um, no, kind of taking that to the next step was definitely the turning point but i do remember that conversation because i didn't talk to anybody else about it besides you and my parents yeah. and it just it didn't it pissed me off but to a point where you kind of get composed and you're like all right yeah everyone needs year. that yeah. that minute of like fuck like yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then you, you come back you're like all right it's not the end of the world but no. we got work to do mm. you know and that's that's pretty much all it is yeah and like our jv team had like a good run that like a good not run obviously we're not like working to something but a good right. record yeah so i was happy with that and kind of try to stay like where my like where my feet were in that moment if, like if i was playing varsity playing varsity that day great like that's where i'm going to be that's that's my role i am varsity but if i'm jv like okay i am jv you know yep. let's just be right here oh so. yeah fuck yeah dude yeah that kind of, I, it just it, it just came to me like real fast yeah Oh, fucking double roster. I'm like, oh shit. I'm because like, I don't think I've like ever seen you mad like ever in my whole life. And I was like, yo, she's fucking pissed. <laughs> like this, this obviously means something. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, but then you know, the softball team in high school. You guys fucking. I mean, shit. Every year you were like in the, in the states. Like yeah, <laughs> it was our senior year. We went the furthest we ever went in Bangor history, which was um, quarterfinals or sorry, semifinals. State, if, right? Yeah, for states. Because yeah. if we would have won that game, 
which I don't even remember what town or was where I was playing. Remember, it, you know what I mean? It's out there. Like, it's out there. The but minis. if we would have won that, I would have played on Penn State's field before I was in a Penn State uniform. And you were already committed, but right? I was committed by then, yeah. Okay. I committed like November of my senior year, of our senior year. When, so. um, sorry, dude, I'm just like kind of taking over right now, but you just can't <laughs> ride with it. When, um, when did you start really, like, one, getting interest from colleges, mm. but two, when did it really hit you? Like, shit, like, mm. like, I'm not like only are you going to go D1, but you're going to be pretty much like the first chick in, in Bangor who really like stood out and did something like that. Mm. So like, when did that kind of just set in? Uh, I definitely knew I was good like eighth grade year and that's when I that summer like after travel ball was done that's when I began like strength training at Iron Core with Chris so mm -hmm. that was like the first step I made just to be like an overall better athlete but then I also played soccer my my freshman year of high school <laughs> and I did that and I was obviously on JV I was not very good but I played soccer like my whole life and then I played that season of soccer and I was like yeah I fucking hate this like I would just want to go to fall ball, you know, like I just want to go play yeah, softball in the run, fall. You know what yeah, I mean? like I was like, I just want to <laughs> throw 60 feet, turn left and do it like three more times. Yeah. Call it a day. Not that bad. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But um, I would say like definitely I knew I didn't really want to play soccer that year. I did it anyway, just to kind of like roll it out. Yeah. And then ever since then, I just kind of did other stuff on the side to like just stay athletic. So definitely like eighth grade. So, and then when did you start drawing interest from colleges? Um, I think it was around like late sophomore year. I was playing for a team called the Pocono Pride and it was just division three, like Misericordia and different uh, schools like that, which was like amazing to me. I was like, what the hell? Like I can like go and play like at the next level. Like that's all, that's all I wanted to do, but kind of not shooting it too far in advance and not like... Like, I was only, what, like, 16? Like, you don't need yeah. to, like, commit that early. No way. So, kind of like... I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, people around you are. Yeah. So, it was kind of like, oh, like, I want to wear, like, my school stuff. Or people on my team were already committed, you know, verbally or whatever. But once I moved up to that new, that better team, which was a... It's a premier girls fast pitch league so pgf and it's like the best tournament league that you can play in as a fast pitch player and it was an hour and a half from here south towards philly and newtown so it was newtown rock and oh okay yeah I know and straight six eleven the whole way down yeah. and that was when i had my first practice and division one coaches would just show up to just watch and by the end of that first practice lasalle was like hey you want to come play and i was like what is, what is happening? <laughs> I just practiced. <laughs> oh, like that's all. You know, it was bizarre, honestly. But um, that's kind of was the first Division One feeling, I guess. And what did that so, feel like at that time, if you remember? Yeah, no, just right being then like and there, one, he, you're like, he was like, we want like to offer you. We want to bring you on campus. We want to do this. And I was like, first of all, um, like my whole team was committed already. Yeah. So I felt like the pressure being a senior in high school. Like, okay, time is, time is like coming down to like the wire. I don't, I want to be committed, but I don't want to like just jump the gun on this. I need to actually think of it like how I would like it. Would I want to ever do school in Philly? 
Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> like, I but, played on LaSalle's campus. No, any any LaSalle people out there listening, I'm sorry, but fucking dog shit. Yeah. Absolutely and scary. It was like, don't As leave shit. the like, perimeter. No way, dude. I was like, dude. what the hell? You could <laughs> not pay me to fucking play there. No. <laughs> I no. was like... And they were like, I, yeah, some gun violence here and there. And I was like, okay. Only two shootings a week. <laughs> that ain't nothing. <laughs> No, it it's was like they were like, from Bangor. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what is gun violence? Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, that was like the first one. And I felt like I had to hurry up and make a decision without having a lot to decide from. But I'm glad I kind of held out. For sure. I get it. I mean, take it, from, take it from me. I mean, I didn't commit until a week before I graduated. Mm-hmm. I fucking down to the wire. I was like, Ah, I think I'll go here. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to go here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's like, dude, where are you going to school? I was like, ah, I guess I'll go to NAC. I don't know. That lasted a whole three months, but I still went. That's <laughs> right. I was, for, I was for a little bit out there. Yeah, It was fun, but it's just, uh, you what know. What position did you play? Uh, I got recruited as, so I always would say, like, every position that a lefty could play besides pitcher I played. So catcher, first base, and outfield. <laughs> and just you don't want a lefty on any other spot. Yeah. But so that's kind of got, got recruited as a utility, but mostly a catcher. Oh, so really? my and you don't see lefty here. catchers ever. That's a tough position. That's probably the hardest yeah. position. I loved it, though. But it, it beats you up. You're involved I, in every single play. Oh, yeah. Got to have a voice. Instead of take have, like, from this guy. My, yeah. yeah. My knees are fucked because of it. <laughs> He's like one of the fastest kids on the team in the Catcher. Oh, yeah. Hey, okay. Listen, listen, when you get that ground ball, you got to fucking back up first base. Uh, my goal was to beat the runner every single oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was my goal every so, time. So, like, how'd that guy get down there so quick? <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, I did it with catcher's gear, too. <laughs> and I'm not out of breath. <laughs> they make you do it, do your conditioning with catcher's gear on? Yeah. That shit blows. Are you, mm-hmm. are you faster than Drew? Hmm? Are you faster than Drew? I think so. Dude, we should, we, should we haven't done it. We, we haven't do done a race. race, so. I can tell you right now. We'll when, hype it up like a UFC thing. <laughs> dude, and then it'll just be a race. Dude, I'll tell you. Let me, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> let me tell you something right now. When in like high school, college, I can tell you right now, I would have beat him straight up. Right now, he, he could probably whoop me. I have not ran do actual do sprints in so sprint long. Training? Um, I do, I'll get, I'll get not like sprint, like actual sprints, but I'll do... Kind of like hit, like hit, like high intensity anaerobic exercises yeah. to get my like VO two max. I'll say straight up, man. Um, I don't do any of this shit. Yeah, like more. Like I can jump though. Like exercise. <laughs> yeah, but not so. a um, actual sprint. And I'll just put on a record now, dude. The, the fastest sixty I ever ran. It was a six six three. I was fucking quick back in the day, dude. I'll just leave it there. Quick feet moving. Back did that was when I was like twenty one though. Yeah, that's three years ago. I'm, I can't fucking touch that now, dude. That's like a four six forty. I might run like a four nine, dude, if I'm pushing it. <laughs> dude, I always think of John Robb running. He had the dude, he, was he had quick. the best run. Dude, he had the best form. It was hilarious. <laughs> Head bob. And he couldn't even run in a straight line if you ever watched him. It was always like out to the right and then back yeah. to the left. <laughs> yeah. He moved, He was too fast for his own. He game. was another freak athlete too. Just weird, with like weird, weirdly talented. Yeah. And everything that he did. Yeah. Crazy. And like his parents were like not athletic whatsoever. No. It was just like him. Well, neither right. were his siblings either. No. Kinda- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither were his siblings at all. Yeah. It's the freaking nature. He, mm-hmm. he used to catch the ball in the back in the outfield, like behind his back. It's mm-hmm. like nonchalantly. Yeah. Yeah, he like wouldn't even look. He's like, oh yeah, there's the ball. <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> he never I'm did like, that in a game. And if he? I tried to do it, I'm like, I'm like trying to get the angles. I'm like, all right, if I turn math. now, I can get my glove. Doing, fucking, <laughs> doing geometry and trigonometry. Yeah. And I have you know, I never my took any of those classes. <laughs> <laughs> I never took any of those classes in high school either. Yeah. No, so no, I'm no. like, oh, shit. Get the bare minimum math. So what are your thoughts on Bangor? Like if compared to going out to like Penn State and experiencing mm. the... A yeah, was that like a life. culture shock? How was it? Yeah. It was really... So obviously I'm outgoing, so... It wasn't, like, if I was not outgoing, it would be Shoot. a culture shock. Like, it wouldn't be, like, as good of an experience I had. But when I got out there, I was like, first of all, I didn't know what the hell Lululemon was. Like, no, didn't know what Lululemon was. I just, know, I just was. learned what that was, like, last year. Yeah. Don't worry exactly. about it. Exactly. And they were, like, Cold Stone. Like, different, like, things. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did not know because of where we live. But um, I thought it was great because you had everything, like, at the palm of your hand, you know. Right. And every person that you looked at was probably different than you and I got to meet like people that played sports that were from different countries like mm -hmm. that was definitely really interesting I never unfortunately had anyone on my team that but you know softball and baseball are kind of just like United States kind of thing but right. um I thought that was a kind of a culture shock mm -hmm. like there were some times that like I was in a room and I was like the only like white female there and I was like well shit like this is uncomfortable, this. you yeah. know, like, yeah. but that was kind of the only thing that was really out of the blue right. for me. Yeah, I feel like it's a, it's almost kind of like a little bubble and banger, mm -hmm. and you don't realize until you're out of it, I think. I mean, at least for me. Dude, not even... I was like in my own little world in banger, I guess. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not even banger, bro. It's like, it's the whole sleigh belt and... Right. The High Valley vibe. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just... I, I always put it this way. I've I've said to Zach a million times. Like this place was like it was a really good place to grow up. You know, you I mean, we made like our best friends here, right. mm -hmm. and memories that'll last a lifetime. But it's like, it's kind of all it was really good for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's time to move on. Yeah. Because yeah. if if I was just to stay in this little bubble my whole life, I would lose my shit. Yeah, and that's no disrespect to anyone that's mm -hmm. not at all, dude. Some people to some people that's their dream. Right. Yeah. That's just not me. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? It's definitely nice coming back, seeing everybody, right. you know. I love coming home seeing the guys. Mm -hmm. and then when, but then, like, there's sometimes when I'm away and I'm just, like, I have that solitude, just, like, that peace and quiet by myself. I'm like, this is fucking nice. Mm -hmm. Like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. But that was definitely, it was definitely a culture shock of, like, <laughs> things Dude, to do. Yeah. You know, like, when I would bring uh, people here and they'd be like, so, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, we can have a fire. Or we can um, go up to Jackie's and have a fire. Or we can... Or we can go start a fire. We can, like... I don't even know. It was just so funny. I actually remember your, your freshman year. Um, you came back, whatever, and we hung out. And I think you brought your roommate at the time. She's yeah, from, like, Arizona She's from or some Arizona, shit. yeah. Tempe, yeah. so, like, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and warm. <laughs> yeah, we went, we went, like, out to eat, and it's just, she's like, so, like, what do you guys do? I'm like... Um, but I don't know. This? <laughs> like I go to the, sometimes I go to the gym in the morning. <laughs> that about sums it up. Yeah. It is so funny. People be like, yeah, like, we'll go, like, to the movies. Just, like, you know, just go to the movies. I'm like, shit, if we're going to the movies, like, we got to, like, we got to plan that. Yeah. You know, like, I just remember, like, middle school day. or elementary, you know, like, you, you, your current boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, 
they'd be like, okay, we're going to the movies like three Fridays from now. Your mom's driving because it's 40 minutes away and my mom's going to pick yeah, me up. Yeah, everything's so far <laughs> yeah. away too. So far away. Yeah. Let's go catch a movie. All right. It starts at eight. I'll pick you up at 630. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It's, yeah, dude, Seriously, it's, it's out there. Yeah. You meet, yeah. because, you know, you meet all these people who view the world in a completely different way yeah. and they have no idea that like where you're from even exists. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. All dude, all the time. People are like, bro, where are you from? I'm like banger. They're like, what? Like, what? What's a banger? I'm like, huh, huh, you're so funny. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's about a town this big, and you'll never hear of it. But yeah. <laughs> they're like, banger, Maine. I'm like, no. Sure. Yeah. Close enough. Sure. <laughs> about three states down, you'll find me. Make a left, <laughs> and uh, you might get there. So no. Were you like always competitive, like growing up, or was there like kind of like a turning point where like you just kind of mm. got like, really like into sports and stuff like that? I would say probably like my whole life I was pretty competitive. Um, I was, I'm the oldest of three yeah. kids, and like my brother and sister are like about five years younger than me. So Tyler's four, Jenna's five. But so I didn't really have anyone to be competitive with <laughs> until yeah. you know they kind of came around, but. Uh, playing sports definitely was always a good way to, you know, make friends and everything. But my mom and dad will always say that I was the most competitive out of everyone. But my mom is the same way. Like, she is diehard. Like, if we're playing a card game, like, watch right. out. Because, so like, it's, it's happening. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, definitely from my mom. And she probably could have went to play softball collegiately as well. But, you know, stars just didn't line up. But, yeah. So I think she definitely could have. She will tell you otherwise, but. Yeah. So like when you were like in like little league or like just getting into high school, like did mm -hmm. you have that big dream of playing D1? Yeah, it definitely was, you know, as watching on TV and kind of seeing it, you know, college world series and all of that, like middle school-ish. And I was like, damn, can I do that? Like, I'm, I'm pretty good, like on my team, but am I that good? And, you know, like eighth grade, ninth grade, like I said, that was, my dream in my head but I never really said it out loud I don't really know like I didn't say to my mom like mom I'm gonna play division one one day like right. just mark your calendar because it's happening mm. I wasn't like that it was kind of like all right let's see how this goes like I know this is my dream but um I believe I can do it and I'm just gonna keep that to myself it was kind of I never I didn't never really talked about it and even when I did commit to like Penn State I never really loved being like oh yeah I'm going division one and Whenever someone started talking about it, and it just made me feel, like, uncomfortable. Like, I wasn't being humble, mm. you know? Like, I didn't want to make myself feel seen as not being humble. Now, did you put, like, extra work in, like, compared to the other players? Definitely, yeah. Like Dude, no, yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I can speak did. on that. Because, yeah. <laughs> the, the, bro, there used to be times we would be out, and, like, she's like, shit, I forgot my softballs. She's out there hitting baseballs, and I'm just throwing <laughs> till my arm falls off. Mm. She's like, no, let's just keep going. I'm like... All right, I'm like, my it. bat will be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were so many times. So why softball? Like, why do you love softball so much? I think mostly because that's, like, what my mom played. So that we had, like, that connection for sure. Um, but I ended up being, like, good at it, secondly. But I just really do love the game of softball. And, I mean, obviously, like, baseball as well. Like, I can watch baseball forever. But softball just being a very unique sport like it's not the the same as the male side of the sport you know there's some changes to make it its own you know yeah. and obviously like underhand pitching like i don't pitch but it's like just like a game changer for that you know but um 
just overall, like the way that I was taught the game and he ended up being our like our head coach and he's actually getting inducted in the Hall of Fame this coming January, which is awesome. We kind of banded together and got that sent in. So that's really cool. But um, he was also my coach going through 12U and a little bit of 10U. So kind of just the way he coached the game, very like monotone, never heard him yell in my life. Like, hey, this is how we're going to do it. And uh, if you don't like it, you can leave. There's but, the door. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to stay, I promise you, you're going to get something really great out of it. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe. So he was like a big mentor to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like you he was. other people that you looked up to? My mom, for sure. And then as I got older, just like older people, you know, and yeah. kind of just seeing how they Any other, like, they worked. Any other big-time softball players? That is one thing that I never really, like, yeah. I never latched on to, like, a softball player. I name one softball player. Like, yeah, it's crazy. You. I was going to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> all the one I need. <laughs> no, but it is tough to to find those, like, even when you're young. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how that turns because it does seem like, you know, it's on more. Yeah. It's talked about more. Um, so younger players do get to see that. But I never really had anybody. But I did, like, for, like, on the baseball side of things, like, I'm a Yankees fan, so, like, Derek Jeter, I was like, I love him. I love the way, I know. Sorry, Joe. (laughs) I just got, I didn't want to look. But just the way he, like, he carried himself, you know? Like, obviously not his skills, but, like, the person that he was was always kind of where I... He was such, like, a leader and a hustler. Yeah, exactly. Lead by example. Mm. Because he was never vocal. No. You never, he was just, he was just here the whole time. Mm. It's hard to say when baseball though because you can't really hear them at all you can hear some people man yeah some people. for sure mm-hmm. especially on tv yeah, dude, sometimes those mics slip media? up dude <laughs> shit yeah. on there i was watching sunday night baseball one time dude it was actually this year it was uh kyle schwarber i was watching the Phils mm-hmm. against the brewers and he struck out on a ball that was like a foot outside he went down looking and he ended up getting ejected he threw his bat down threw his uh helmet and he's like, you've been fucking shit up all night. Right on national TV. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, you tell them, bro. I'm like, yeah, I love that shit. If they mic all the players, it would make the game so much better. Oh, dude, oh my I gosh. know. I love They're when they mic them up. Yeah. I yeah. love it. This past year, they do that a lot. It's almost like a yeah. podcast. They do it in football a bunch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude the other one, he's funny. like, I lift. And then he's like, <laughs> he gets touched. He gets flown back. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> I kind of... um. <laughs> Not to get off topic, that was just funny as shit. <laughs> but you know how, like, you're growing up as a kid, you know, you're watching College World Series and shit mm-hmm. on TV, and you're like, like that's the dream, right? Mm-hmm. And was there, did you have a moment at all, and if you did, when did it happen, where, like, you had kind of like an oh shit moment? You're like, I'm, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing it, I did it. Yeah. Was there ever, like, a moment in time where that happened? I mean, the first time I put on my Penn State jersey um, was for a photo shoot. It wasn't even for a game, you know? And I just remember putting it on and being like, oh, shit, like, this is for real. And I hate these pants, but that's okay. This is for real. And, <laughs> they don't even fit. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. They were skin tight on me, and I was like, yeah. it's fine. Um, definitely not a medium in Penn State Nike pants. I don't know why, but it was bizarre. And I remember putting that on, and I, like, sent a picture to my mom, and... Like it, it was a legit feeling, and I said to my senior at the time, and she was a center fielder, like absolutely, I, like I said, as I got older and got on the team, I idolized kind of those girls, and 
she was absolutely incredible. So she, her and I hung out a lot, really liked talking with her, but um, like she took photos of me having my headshot taken and she was like, first year, best year. And it just kind of was like, a, you knew those people knew how much it meant to you, you know? Yeah. And as I got older, sophomore, junior, senior year, you wanted to make those moments special for like the newbies, you know, even the transfers, like we had a kid come in that was from Ole Miss and she like hated her experience, but then she loved Penn state. So it's like, even those times being able to like pay that back, but having the Jersey like on, like on your skin, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it was just, no. it, cause yeah. while I feel like there's like an intuition while it's happening, even though it doesn't present itself, like very clearly but like while it's happening you just kind of know like this is something i'm going to remember for the rest of my life oh yeah because i remember in, in my first fucking college at bat three years after i first stepped on a college field mm. my first game my first pitch wasn't dude the pitch wasn't even a strike it wasn't even fucking close i was just so juiced up i went <laughs> golfing i ended up hitting an rbi double and I sat on second base, 21 years old as a college freshman, and I cried like a little fucking girl. Oh, yeah. I turned around in center field. I started balling. I was like, I was, that, that was like my oh shit moment. I was like, I fucking did it. I'm like, I'm fuck. Like... I was like, I was like, I fucking did it. I'm fucking here. And if, if I didn't do shit after that, I was mm -hmm. like, that's okay. Because all the work I put in before that, just to be at that moment. And while it was happening, I kind of knew. I'm like, bro, I'm like, this is it, buddy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we fucking made it here. And then I quick, you know, I got it together. I ended up scoring on another single, but it's all good, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? You <laughs> I got it together. I was like, let's fucking run. <laughs> no. And that's even like when we were down in Florida for like our first, because we started like, what, February 9th, 8th around Stupid there? Stupid early. Ridiculous. Like <laughs> on, like a third of our It's literally midwinter up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah, let's play baseball and shit now and softball. <laughs> like my, I can't feel my hands, but that's yeah. fine. But we were in Florida and, you know, like our coach. So I had the same coach for freshman, uh, sophomore, junior. And then we got a new coach after COVID for my senior year. Whole different other story. But she did like refuse to even tell us where we were in the lineup. Like my, our first coach, she was like, no, we're like, we're just going to see how it is. Like day one, game one in Florida, February, whatever. And I was like, all right, whatever. I, I think I know where I'm at, but like, I don't really Fuck know. <laughs> you know, it's been since August. Like, I don't really know how I line up. You know, you yeah. get like little hints, but that's about it. And when she kind of was like, Faye, Kencha, number eight. And I was like, there it is, let's go. Like, and I kind of just like, didn't know how to act because I was the only freshman starting out of the nine of us at the time. And I kind of just, you know, looked straight forward, but in the my thousand brain, miles I'm like, baby. Yeah, I'm exactly. just great no emotions awesome yeah <laughs> but no but in your brain you're freaking out freaking the fuck out and i remember going out to like warm up the pitcher and that was the feeling i had was like all right we're here and this is fuck. real i have a catcher plate on my chest that has an any line on it like yeah. this is crazy but that's kind of that was kind of my turning point for fuck real yeah. things to play softball fuck yeah dude. yeah it's dope fucking brings me back oh. yeah oh I know. Fire me up. It does Yo, feel let, like... Break out the fucking gloves right now, dude. <laughs> Got my, my trunk. <laughs> Let's go. No, I do too. Yeah. We, we keep it all on us because yeah. at a whim, know. we're just like, yo, let's just go play. And every time we're thrown, we're like, yo, comeback starts today. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, dude. I still, dude, I still got four years of eligibility, bro. I might come back at 28. You never know, dude. No, you don't. <laughs> I got one year left. And sometimes I'm like, hmm, that, that one year is just running around. back. <laughs> Fuck it. What's the no. worst that happens, right? Yeah, I don't know.
You gotta play in slow pitch league. That shit's different. I don't think I would have it in me. I don't think it's competitive. Like it's it's There's not alcohol is involved. It's not high yeah. speed enough. It's though. a great way to hurt yourself. Though. It is a good way to hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a whole five minutes. I'll show yeah. up, Hamrick. Let's look at Coach Roman. On the bench, buddy. <laughs> Here's some water. We thought ours was like a like a beer league. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna crack open a couple high noons and I'm just like <laughs> behind the fence and sharing on my team. Umpire calls time. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I call time. And he walks right up to me, beelines. He's like, you can't have that here. And I was like, says who? Like, this is. <laughs> Where's the fucking sign, dude? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And there's like my teammates behind me. They all of a sudden are like, behind oh, there. Yeah, <laughs> so we went from first game, like, having a couple drinks to the rest of the season, not at all. I was like, that's all right. It's fine. Whoever that umpire was, dude, fuck you, bro. No fun. Total vibe killer. No. I hope like, you see this, dude. I know, that's what I said. It's not like you're breaking out the so fucking bottle shots, out there, dude. Like, damn. I mean, I would, but, like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Probably leaving there around, like, 10.30. So, it's kind of a long day. But in the middle, like, I walk, like, walk a dog during my lunch break. So, it's like... You good? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I I'm good. Dip over there, so he looked at me and we just both started crying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I felt like the tension. Yeah. Like, was it was it. fucking building. I was like, you motherfucker! <laughs> dude, it, you could have cut that shit with a knife, dude. Oh. It was thick. Anyway, like my whole life has been like just playing softball at Penn State, earning a degree at Penn State. But kind of right now, I just really am priding myself in wanting to kind of give back the student athlete experience. Like mine was great. Like, don't get me wrong, like COVID blue, but like in the grand scheme of things, like it was fantastic. So kind of like my biggest achievement is kind of finding what my next step is, because that was like. I don't want to be like 30 and be like, oh yeah, my greatest achievement is playing division one softball, you know? Like, you know, I feel like we all have that in common because I, we were talking about that too. Peak as you go. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you're always, you climb one mountain and all of a sudden you look and you're like, holy shit, there's so many other mountains out yeah. there. That mountain's fucking higher. Yeah. I'm going to go to that one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the journey is going to be like, but I know I'm getting there. with mm -hmm. what you're at right now. Just like trying to always improve like yeah. every single day. Yeah. Finding new challenges to put in front of you. Absolutely. No, and I think that is definitely one of the main reasons why I went ahead and signed up for that half Ironman because that like that's my new mountain. Is it like a huge mountain? No. Like well, but it is the next No, one. it is. You know uh, what? It's not but it might not seem like it's huge. huge to you can say it how you want, but in the back of your head it it probably it's huge to you. Yeah. Well it seems like nothing to someone like our perspectives are completely different from mm. human to human. Well it seems like an a normal day to one person might be someone else's fucking goal. Yeah. Like, we might dread our nine to five. That might be someone's fucking dream out there. You know what I mean? It just varies. Right. And that's kind of how I felt with my 50 miler. I was like, I was like, dude, people run 50s all the time. But to me, I was like, I was like, this is, this is fucking huge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's well, just. Two marathons put together. So. And I never ran a marathon. Yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. it. Like. Did you ever think you were going to do an iron, like a half iron man? Like, um, like, I knew I wanted to do something like kind of like hybrid-ish because when we had like challenge days in softball like I fucking lived for those like I don't know we did like a hell week I don't know why like my teammates would be like bugging I'd be like oh I'm so fucking ready like hell yeah we gotta go in the 
when the swimming pool with our sweatpants and sweatshirt on and our hoods on. Like, let's do it. Easy. Like, do I feel like I'm drowning? <laughs> yes. Like, it's okay. Am I? But, no. <laughs> well, I Not know. yet. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I always liked, like, those different challenges that had, like, multiple different things to do. So um, I've never ran more than eight miles. So the half marathon is going to be interesting, but... That's not going to be bad. Especially no. with, like, all three extras, like... They all come together. Yeah. Like when you do more swimming, more biking, your running's gonna get better with your cardio. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess it's interesting how, because obviously I love the gym so much, right? I'm doing Dead December right now, so it's deadlifting every single day in December. I love it. December. Yeah. Nice. And did Squattober in October, squatting oh, every yeah. day in October. That shit was wild. R.I.P. Yeah, that shit was wild. But half. my legs like grew like <laughs> I like if you want like good legs in a month, do that. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> Squat every saying, fucking like, day. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. But um, but I'm I don't want to like take away the strength aspect of my life, you know, because I really love like moving good weight around. But like I'm still going to pri prioritize that. But like the endurance thing is gonna like come in mm -hmm. and going to have to be like a point of turning that I'm going to have to be like, all right, I have to lock in on, on all this endurance. But I, I, I don't know. See like normal people, like nine to five people like us, like we can't just like train all day, you know, like we got to prioritize like our times and like when we have time to, and our like those windows. It's fucking tough. Zach doesn't so like the tough. category you put them in. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're nine to five? I just work whenever I want. Yeah, see, that's nice. But like, see, I'm like a little, little like that like if i have to work like all day saturday sunday i'll do like a half day on friday because i don't need to be like there every single day right but or do or like stay home like in the morning when i have yeah. to work like really yeah. late at night so do you, do you have think, a like, you, you adapted that mindset like just like like you said like mm -hmm. the, the softball workouts like you actually love doing that like where did that mm -hmm. come from i don't really know i think it was just like I really always loved like it's in the DNA, bro. challenging myself and like feeling yeah. like to the point of like every time I actually went into that day I saw you at Iron Core, I went into the bathroom and I was like, I remember like coming in here like Mach 90, like sliding on my knees, grabbing About the to toilet, throw up. throwing up. Been getting, there. Like, That's every leg day for me. Oh my God. I yeah. send these guys vids all the time. I'm like, boys, I can't fucking walk. <laughs> and I love it. Guys, I'm begging. Like, I don't know, but like, and then getting back up and be like, hell yeah, I just threw up. Hell yeah, I'm going to go finish this workout. Like, I don't hell know. Hell yeah, what I got two what. sets left. Yeah, like, I don't know what it is, but I, I've always really enjoyed like kind of pushing myself to yeah. like, that physical point because i know it's not actually physical i know it's mental mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting to see like because this race is going to be like really hard mentally for me more than physically right. so hands uh, down mm -hmm. i will say you got to really when it comes to especially like big in the spirit like it's an endurance event mm -hmm. when it comes to big endurance events you just gotta get comfortable operating while you're fucking mentally physically emotionally exhausted yeah and that's what those big workouts are for mine would be like mm -hmm. every friday or saturday mm -hmm. you just you say this is what we're doing today don't care how we feel we're doing it and when you feel like you can't go anymore you're just like well no one fucking cares because we're gonna keep going yeah <laughs> and you're the only person like there that was interesting how was that for you i'm curious when you stopped working out with like 20 other dudes like I stopped working out with my whole team and I like show up in the gym 
still wearing Penn State stuff. I don't do it anymore. I made a vow to <laughs> not wear. I was like looking in the mirror and I was like wearing Penn State stuff. And I was like, I am literally still Danny Faye, the softball player. I am not Danny Faye going to the gym to make herself better. You know, like, so I was like, no more Penn State stuff. I think I want to say like this time last, like a year and a half. No, last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but that, that was interesting because you have like, when you're in those hard workouts alone, it is literally just you saying that you can do it versus people screaming at you. I will you say, um, it's, I, I can't really speak for, to a lot of other people's situations. Cause when I got into anything, when it came to conditioning or mm-hmm. lifting, I always just, I always imagined it was just me. Because mm-hmm. I always envisioned, I'm like, when these people are gone, when they're not here, who the fuck are you? So anytime I got in the weight room and we were doing like a team lift, I would just block out the noise. I'm like, it's just me in the bar. It's just me in this fucking machine. Like, I, yeah. I just, I always was like that though. Yeah. And so I, I can't really speak too much on that. Mm-hmm unfortunately but i just and that's something that i think is just ingrained in me because that's something my dad yeah. always told me he, he's like at the end of the day he's like at the end of the day it's just you bro and mm-hmm. whether it's a good day or a bad day the fucking sun is coming up tomorrow whether you like it or not and i was just like all right well i guess i'll just get the fucking work done like i don't <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know how else to take it yeah no absolutely i was kind of the opposite in that in that way because like say this time two years ago when i would be like winter break before senior season or whatever season, like I would be running, conditioning, running or working out, whatever, thinking like, how would I be if like my teammates were here? You know, like what I, do I want to stop? Hell yeah. But would I stop if my teammates were here? Would I stop if my strength coach like that? I like idolize what I stop if she was here. Absolutely not. It's like that little extra, like external factor. Yeah. So almost like I got a, I got to prove, like, you got something to prove almost. Yeah, so that's kind of, like, the switch that I had to make when I started, you know, going through those workouts, like, dead alone, so. It's just you versus you now. Yeah, no, there's nobody, like, to compare myself to at all. But but that's where you're going to grow the most. When you look in the mirror and you're like, I know I can fucking be better. Mm. And it's just like, game on, motherfucker. Yeah. And that's it. Well, that was like the triathlon thing. I was like, I'm, I work out every day. I do conditioning every day. Woohoo. Yay. This is great. Lost, gained muscle, lost fat. Great. Awesome. Now what? You know, like, cause yeah. you, you, I knew like I did it, but then like I can do it, but I knew I could do something more mentally exhausting. It, so. it gets to a point where, you know, you're just like, this isn't it. Mm-mm. Like, I'm not just going to stay here. Yeah. Cause in a way, like I know athletics definitely helped me of like just wanting more. Because I always used to do that, like, but I would always look at it in, like, the big aspect of, like, the season. Mm. Just, like, all right, one more win, we're in the playoffs. We win this game, we go to semis. We win this game, we're going to the championship. We win the championship, we're going to the states. Mm. It's just always wanting that next fucking level. Mm. And I just apply that to the other factors of my life now, too. It's like, all right, now, because, like, right now I'm trying to put size back on because I got so fucking small. I was like, all right, now we need to add another pound. Yeah, dude, what's up? I'm like, now we need to, we need to PR, like. A month goes by, five pounds are now more, five more pounds are on the bar this month than last month. Like, it's just, it's a never-ending process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just always wanting to fucking go another level, you know. The the win, you, just in life in general, there's never going to be, like, a this is it moment. Like, I made it. Because there's yeah. always going to be something else, you know. 
They're... Do you know what is interesting, though? Ever since, uh, like, you were just saying about your fasting thing, like, people are like, oh, how are you doing that? You know, the words... Just don't eat. Um, but, and you probably got this so much, like with your race or, or or anything, but, um, when people, like when you say what you're doing or what like your, your day to day is, or like what you prioritize or, you know, like the race people like immediately like, Oh, I could never do that. Like they literally say like, I could never like those three words. They already put that fucking limit on themselves. And there's so many times. And I don't care what you look like every single time that like, I say, like, yeah, I'm doing this race, whatever. Yeah, I wake up at 5, and I work out every single day. And they're like, oh, I can never. I'm like, no, but you could. Like, you could. You, you could. You just don't want to. Yeah, and I'm like, you're already saying I could never. I say this to my coworkers. Like, I don't care. Yeah. No, like, I do, too. Know, I say crazy. it all the time at fucking work. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, don't say you can never. You just don't fucking want to. Yeah. There's a difference. My coworkers look at me like I have three heads every time. Dude, same. Exactly, yes. When we were on day work, and I was training for the race, because I always made weights a priority mm. so i didn't get like really weak and i would, there were times when we we're on day work i'm in the gym at 3 30 a.m and then i'm running after work i would have fucking 13 14 hour days yeah and they're like what? what's wrong with you i'm like dude if i'm sacrificing a little sleep i don't care i'm gonna do something that i can carry with me for the rest of my life and what are you doing i'm like what have you done lately that's so fucking great where you're gonna that somehow puts you in a position in a position to tell me that like I'm fucking nuts. Mm. Like, what have you done? I'm not crazy. I'm just not like you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're fucking different, and that's okay. It's not. Yeah, it's not exactly. for everybody. No, and you know is. what? Yeah. My message, like that, I'm trying to get out to people. Like, it's not for everybody, but it's for fucking somebody. Mm-hmm. And if it's just that one person, I'm cool with that, man. Oh my god. But all yeah. do aver- all those average motherfuckers do. Those are the ones that piss me off the most. And I you hate do- when they're like. You don't have kids. You don't have this, this, and that. I'm like, motherfucker, one of my best buddies I work with is 28 years old. He has three kids, all under the age of five, and he's in probably just as good a shape, if not better than I am. I'm like, what the fuck is your excuse then? Mm -hmm. And it's all about, like, if I say, like, the three-kid thing, right? When I have kids one day, you know, you have a significant other, like, all of that. You can't be, like, good for that person until you're, like, great for yourself. So that is, like, one thing that, you know, because people say, like, oh, yeah, I used to do that, like, back in your day, back in... Like when I was your age, oh, it's like, oh, don't even get me fucking started on that you. shit. Until you get my age, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, what is that? I'm like, yeah, when that. I'm your age, I'm gonna do the same shit. thing I'm doing right now. Right. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be in better yeah. shape than I am now. Yeah, I don't so know. So you mean wait until I become fucking complacent? That's never gonna happen, buddy. Right. I'm just, we're not built like that. Or just like yeah. comfortable. And plus, yeah, if you wanna be a great parent, especially for the three, like, say you have three kids for them. Set good examples. Right. You wanna set a great example for them, like, actually doing things, for, not just for, I mean, for you, but like the whole self care thing. The more you put into yourself, the more you can put into other yeah. people. Be a role model for other people, especially for your kids. If you're eating horrible stuff and you're just not exercising at all, what do you think your kids are gonna do? Mm-hmm. Probably the same thing that you're doing because they see, like, whatever they perceive and what they see every day. That's how life is. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're that young, dude, you're a fucking sponge. You're just mm-hmm. soaking in everything around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you remember being that, that fucking small. You're like, I want to be like dad. Yeah. I want to be like mom. Right. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? I want to be just like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, you just soak it in. It's like, if you, yeah, if you're setting the bad examples, well, don't be mad when your kid turns out doing the same fucking shit that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be mad about it. Right. Like, no. you're, you're going to want, my dad always said that to me. He's like, he's like, Drew, he's like, I want you to have more than I had and then some. Mm-hmm. And that's why he always pushed me so hard. 
And at the time, I didn't get it, and I look back on it now, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking do that. You know what? I'm going to prove – I'm not going to prove anyone wrong. I'm going to prove myself right. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, I am going to fucking get there. And when I do, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to find the next thing. Like we always say, it's never-ending fucking journey. It's never-ending, dude. There's always just going to be another thing. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Just in the broadest terms, just another thing. Mm-hmm. That's it, dude. You got to be proud. You got to celebrate. You know, you got to make sure yeah. you do that. You got to celebrate your wins, dude. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the smallest fucking thing. It's hard to do. It's to not dwell on them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I did that. And that's all I got in life. Like, well, no, that's what you did. What else can you do? The one thing that does bother me a lot, like, oh, like when I was your age, the people that are like in their 20s saying that. Yeah, chill out, man. And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm too old for that. I'm like, you are 27. Like, what are you talking about? I had a mother. What are you talking about? I had a motherfucker tell me, right hand the fucking God. He, he's 30 years old now. He's like, he literally, he looked me right in my fucking face. He's like, he's like, dude, he's like, wait till you hit around like 25. He's like, when I was 25, my metabolism slowed down so much. I'm like, no, you just, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he, but he has no idea. I'm like, bro, no, you just became fucking lazy. Yeah. That's all you did, bro. That's probably why your metabolism slowed, slowed down. down. Like, you stopped it moving. Down, stop moving. It's yeah. and like, in my job, it's so easy to become fat. Dude, it's so easy. We sit in a fucking car. Like, we're sitting. Good thing. You gotta see my my car. Oh my god. Like, yo, nurses are the most unhealthy people. It's crazy. It's crazy because they have all the information. They have all the knowledge and the information, but they will not apply it for themselves. That's actually a big thing, especially for my hospital. I have to do a project. That's what I'm gonna be doing is self care, like for the nurses because they're they're the most unhealthy out of pretty much the whole population. Oh, because they don't prioritize the like. You know, because, like, you have a long shift. Like, the food that goes into that, it could be so easy to just not be healthy with it. It's you know? super easy. Oh, my God. That's the easiest way to do it. Mad it's just easy. like, oh, screw it. Yeah. Let me just I feel like they like, else. they like to give so much to other people that they forget about themselves. Yeah. Which you can't and, like, mm-hmm. your heart's in the right place, but it's like, yeah. don't you dare forget about yourself. This is your only life. Right. Mm-hmm. And how? why would you want to not live the best fucking life you can, you know? Why would you not want to give your best self out there at all times? Yeah. yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I love doing this shit. Too. If you sell yourself mm-hmm. short, you're going to sell other people short too. Right. You know how many, like, I know I'm one of them, bro. If a doctor is, like, fat and out of shape and they try to give me health advice, bro, I'm laughing at you. What the fuck? Fuck, dude. What are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, what the fuck? I'm not yeah. taking advice from a, that was like a fat personal trainer, bro. I used to see them bitches that snap all the time mm-hmm. when I used to go there. Really? I'm like... <laughs> I mean, this is the opposite of what we're fucking right. trying yeah. to accomplish. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? There was one time we were training after. So our strength coach had women's soccer and softball, right? And we both did the beef test, but, like, our goal was, like, 25. And theirs was, like, 50. You yeah. Know? Obviously, because of soccer. This I want, I want to say this motherfucker. And she's running with the with them. Like she was doing it with them. And she got to like what they need to get at and like then she stopped to like coach them, you know. But I was like, damn, like mad respect because if like you can do what you just told me to do and I just saw my own eyes, like uh, something's right you know like, it's way different oh my gosh it's yeah. just it, it hits you uh at a whole like i don't even know how to explain it but it, it just it fucking you just absorb it differently mm-hmm. some motherfucker telling dude like go out we're gonna run 10 sprints today but they can't run one mm-hmm. it's like 
What do you mean we? <laughs> the fuck? Don't say that. Don't say uh, we. Yeah, yeah, don't. You can leave. I'm gonna run. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Yeah, man. This is. Shit gets me fired up. My blood pressure's no, through the roof right now. Next to, next to this fire? <sighs> K-Money needs a fucking breather, man. <laughs> I'm getting fired up over here. <laughs> that's just, but that's just like my, I just speak on my behalf of like my profession because the cops are fucking miserable and fat, dude. Mm. Honestly, I, the dudes I work with, they're like, yeah, well, you're lucky because you're young. I'm like, dude, you have they no idea. I'm lucky. I'm like, no. yeah, I'm like, you have no idea what's even coming. I'm like, wait till 10 years from now, you're gonna see a picture of me somewhere. You're gonna be fucking mad. <laughs> You're gonna be mad that I made you look like an asshole. No, it's it's wild when people. It makes me feel so. I don't even know how it makes me feel. Almost, because when when I see anybody in the gym, right? This is when you know gym stigma is like so interesting, because you see like that one person that might be like day one, you know, of whatever journey. And obviously, like I love seeing those people, and so badly I want to go up to them and be like, I'm so happy you're here. I hope you never leave. Like I am so happy you're here. Like. They got no idea what they're doing, no. but they're fucking But they're there. trying. They're yeah. there. And there's some things, is, you know, you'll see people that don't know what they're doing. You're like, shit, I do want to correct their form but so they don't get hurt. But, like, at the same time, I just want to let them be. Well, I got to start I, somewhere. Exactly. So, but I just hate the fact when it turns around and, you know, social media, I do it for a living, but, like, I kind of hate it. And, um, you know, people are, like, making fun of those people. Right. So it is so interesting how, like, we're sitting here saying you don't even understand, like, you're potentially, this isn't even, like, even to scratch the surface of what you're talking about, but on the other hand, people will tear people that are trying down, so it's just yeah. so, it's so Those interesting, oh my god, yeah. I hate them, dude, that you one. gotta be able to walk the walk if you're gonna yeah. talk it, kind of put someone down for actually trying, like, yeah, and that I'll, one guy, Joey, oof. whatever, oh my gosh, she's on TikTok, and he'll find people that are, like, being mean, and he'll call them out, he'll, like, stitch their, <laughs> Their TikTok, you know what I'm talking about? The huge bald guy. Uh, sure. His name's like Joey something, but he's massive and he's dope for that. But he's like the nicest person ever because he just like wants to make the environment I, for everybody. I say that that's like the the one quality that will get me in trouble the most, but that I fucking pride myself on is just how straight up I am anymore. Because mm -hmm. I will call those motherfuckers out right there on the spot, mm -hmm. and I always ask them. I look them right in their face. I'm like, what the fuck have you done lately? That's so great compared to everyone else and they're just they're like uh, 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 nothing you haven't done dick buddy yeah. so calm the fuck down stay in your lane and while you're at it stop talking <laughs> do us all a favor shut the fuck up they don't have anything nice like, to say nobody cares harder. literally Live no harder. one cares like I, I dude I'm, I'm extremely proud of myself and that I did my 50 miler that's gone no one fucking cares dude that, I always tell myself that dude no one cares Mm -hmm. I can fucking put it all over social media. Some people are like, yeah, dude, that's so awesome. Other people are like, who fucks this guy? Let's keep scrolling. That is so funny. I thought about that the other day. I was I was on the bike and I was like doing like one of my longer like endurance sessions and I was like, when I like when I like do this, finish this Iron Man, whatever, I'm gonna post about it. And I was like, why the hell am I thinking about that? Right. Yeah. Why am I thinking about posting right. about it? And I was like, because I caught myself so quickly. That's what my brain went to when I was doing that. Like, I'm gonna post about it. Get that external gratification. Yeah, what is that about? Like, the, like, no, no, no. The why is what's going to drive you to that finish line. Yeah. Like, you really got to think about what is that why. Yeah. The why is just like challenging me mentally and physically to a point of like to see if I can do it for one because I know I can. And two, 
just to take that next stepping stone from, so this is really like the first big thing, first competitive thing that I've done since softball that hasn't been like just lifting. So yeah. um, it's interesting, but that is, that is literally what I thought of the other day. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, people ask me all the time that I was like, well, now you did 50, like, you're, you're done. You're, you're, you're not ever going to do that again. And I'm like, I'm like, no. I'm like, and then I tell them, like, I'm going to fucking run 100 miles next year. Well, why would you ever do that? <laughs> you you want to you wanna know why? Because I fucking can. Also, it's the That's same it. dude that just ran 50, so why not? Well, I, don't, I don't need any other reason than because I fucking can. Yeah. That's it. That's why I want to do it. And whether your opinion, whatever you, mm. that is, it goes in this year out the other, dude. You could tell me I'm the fucking shit. Like, you're going to end up being fucking best in the world. Blah, 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 blah. You're the only 24-year-old that are doing this. Dude, it goes in this year and out the other. I do not care what you have to say. I just don't anymore. I do it because I fucking can. How did you, because I know you guys are both at the race. So how did you guys feel, like, in that, in that environment and kind of, like, there for, like, one of your best friends? But what did that kind of, like, I'm curious because, I mean, you're making videos about it like you're trying to tell a story you know like yeah. how did that feel for you guys i felt lucky i felt really lucky to be there because just like having the opportunity to be around someone like drew like even just you know someone as inspiring to be able to do something like that um and it's something that we never really talked about like growing up like doing all this stuff like 50 mile races iron man stuff like that but now that it's like part of our culture now and like part of our like what we do um Culture's a good word for that. It's almost expected. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, the race day, like, I, I knew he was going to finish. Like, yeah. It wasn't really a question, because mm -hmm. I know, like, all the work that he put in. But, like, that was, like, kind of like the Super Bowl. Like, people get excited for the Super Bowl and the World Series, but, like, I get excited for this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so dope. Right. It was a long day. I think I had, like, two hours of sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got to do I got to make a video today. I got to run 10 miles with Drew. I got to get him prepped with all his, like, BBN shit and all that. It was a long day for everybody, it was, man. It was a dope day, though. So you have those people like pouring into you like it's gonna, it's gonna be crazy because i've already had like all my teammates that i played with that are still local like yeah. that are still on the team they're like oh yeah we're there like 100 100 that day like whatever you need like we're there yeah. and i was like oh well i don't really know what that is gonna look like yet but <laughs> i'll let you know and i will say though <laughs> it it definitely levels you up and it's a hundred percent contagious i mean and i I was so fucking, I mean, I, I was, and I was super fucking, like, as I've gotten older, like, the more emotional I get. Even, like, oh I can't God, even say, yeah. like, softer. Like, but, but, like, I really enjoy it, like, emotionally. Because, like, dude, I, I can't tell you, like, I, I crossed the finish line. I started fucking crying. I was hugging yeah. these guys. I'm bawling my eyes out. And I was just, like, I, I know I could not have done it without them there. Mm -hmm. Just when we ran that 10 miles, like, we might have said two words to each other. We barely fucking talked at all. I talked to you. Buddy. Like, I think it was him. I really didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was me. Nah, yeah, like, but like, <laughs> I was going to say, I was trying to talk yeah, to you just he to was, like. Yeah, it was you. I was I'm like, sorry. Drew, where's your, where's your mind at right now? And he said, nothing. Absolutely just, blank. But just knowing. Like, no thought right just now. The, just knowing that he was just there, it, it made that 10 miles so much easier. Mm -hmm. Just, we didn't have to say shit. Didn't even have to look at him. I just knew he was there. I said, we're going to be all right. And just knowing I had people to fucking do something as small as just fill my fucking water up. Mm -hmm. Because even though it seems so small, that's just something extra that I just didn't have in me. I All my energy was just focused on getting through these last fucking however many miles I had left. That's all I was thinking about. And that's all I was focused on. And they knew that. And they're just like, yo, look, this is our job. 
And just and I had a fucking crew there. I mean, we, we fucking... You did have a good We crewed crew up, there. dude. We had oatmeal, oatmeal fucking balls, dude. <laughs> Ate that whole fucking tray. Uh, you didn't even save any for us, dude. Fuck them. <laughs> but, dude, I'm, it's just... It, but it's the little things like that you don't take into account. Because before months going into the race, we had it planned out. We knew what we were doing. Yeah. But until you're actually there and you experience it, you have no idea how much it impacts you until, honestly, it's in hindsight. Because that's when it all hit me, weeks, and now still months after I look back, I'm like, you know, thank God they were fucking there. Because I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to do something as little as fill up my fucking water. I was just so in the zone and just so fucking mentally and physically just gone. Yeah. I was just, like, my body was there, but I was like, it was almost an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Like, when I was crossing the finish line, I swear to God I watched myself do it. Because I envisioned it so many fucking times. And once mm-hmm. I did it, I was like, bro, like, this, we did it yeah, now. Like you know what I mean? Shower, you're just, like, envisioning it. Dude, that was, I, I, can't, yeah. I used to, I would tell him all the time when we're running, if it was just, like, a five-mile fucking, especially in my taper, I did, a, like, a three-mile run was my last run. And the whole three miles, every quarter mile, I was crossing the finish line. Mm-hmm. I was crossing the finish line. I'm like, bro, I'm like, right now, you're going to feel beat, you're going to feel fucking dead, and you're going to keep going. And I just kept seeing it, seeing it, and then it manifested itself. And the experience, because, I mean, mile 46, that last check, that last checkpoint, dude, I was, I was in the fucking trenches, dude. Yeah. I was fucking. Dude, I was editing the video, and your dad's like, you're doing great, buddy. And you're just, like, on the ground, and, like, your eyes, like, barely open. You look like a zombie. Yeah, dude, I was fucking out of it. I was just like, three, three, got 3.9 left or whatever. I think it was oatmeal balls, though. You had those oatmeal balls, and you just took off. Yeah, I will say, man, it's the little things in life. It really is. I knew I'm like, hey, when I get that checkpoint, yeah. I'm eating some oatmeal balls. <laughs> Going back to like what you were saying with like, you know, like always having your whole team there, mm. like when you're doing the workout, it does make it a lot easier. Like when you have someone else to do it, yeah. Where like you have a coach. Well, now you can like, in your team, you can't like choose those people. Yeah. Just like you can't choose your family. Like, that's a good example too. But True. now we're in that position where we can choose who we surround ourselves with, Yo. you know, and kind of what who we want to keep around and who like goes with our culture you know who yeah. who stays with that like y'all stay with my culture like we always kind of stayed connected for a reason mm-hmm. you know like there's other people from Bangor, like we talked about like you don't see forever for a reason you know and that just kind of is how life works but mm-hmm. then those people become your team for sure. and i think that'll always be i always i always loved a good team mindset kind of thing people thrive in teams oh my god you thrive in the team environment yeah especially when you're all leveling up Mm -hmm. like like you said there's a reason we don't talk to certain people anymore yeah they're just they their energy our our energies don't match anymore even people i played collegiate ball with i was like listen like i wanted the best like we're competing for a position i want the best for you no matter what but i'm gonna die trying beating you you know and they didn't respect like that so it's kind of like we don't have to beat each other now. We can kind of just like lift each other up. Yeah. So it's a different, like team wise, I don't know. Yeah. Find your, t- you make your team, you build your roster now. You do. Yeah. There's just, like this little group right here. Like we drive so much off each other. We really do. You guys do. I mean, cause like if we weren't all leveling up. I mean, would you be up, if it wasn't for them? Yeah. You no, would be? Well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> on another level. <laughs> well, um, when it came, like, I would say it's more of a general, like, pushing myself beyond limits that I didn't think I would really ever do. Like, yeah. I did the three-day, like, I did a three-day fast, and I was like, yeah. that's good enough. That's all I wanted to do. But 
now that we have like this, you know, pushing each other constantly, doing things that, you know, that you normally wouldn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I we say that we feed off I, of I, it. I feed off of that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, whatever journey. Bro, like, I mean, think about it. Not saying like it was because of me, but at the same time, I don't know what else might have been a other driving factor. But like, I signed up for my fifty. I was coming down to the wire. This dude, he's like, "Fuck it," he's like, "Y'all gonna run a marathon." I'm like, yeah, when? He's like, I want you to help me plan for it. I'm like, all right, I got you. In four weeks, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like four. I'm like, you mean? I'm like, you mean fourteen weeks? Not. He's like, no. He's like this. I was like, he's like October seventh. I'm like, yes, sir. We're gonna fucking we're we're doing it then. That's awesome. And as as fucking un as unprepared as I might have felt he was or he might have felt he was in the back of our heads. It was getting done. That's why you wanted to do it. It, it was getting done. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we just knew, like, it's happening. Yeah. There ain't nothing that's going to stop it, dude. Yeah. We got it done. It's just one day, dude. Yeah. And there's this one quote I love. It's from Eric Thomas. I fucking, this is I, one I told myself a lot, especially when I was trying to come back, getting into baseball. You might, you might have more talent than me. You might come from money. You might come from privilege. But you will never fucking outwork me. That's if there's one thing that I can control, it's my work ethic. And you fucking will not outwork me. That is it. You might have all the best equipment in the world. You might have the best personal trainer. Mm-hmm. But when it comes, when it's just me and you out there, if we're running or something, we're in the weight room, I'm going to run or I'm going to lift until my body physically can't anymore. Are you willing to bring yourself there? You know, are you willing to go to that fucking, to that mental space? Mm-hmm. I promise you, it's not easy. I've been there. But I know what it's like. If you've never been there before, when it hits you, you ain't ready for it, buddy. You don't know what the fuck's coming. Daniel, what's your dream lifestyle with us? Easy. I want dogs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Easy. Two fucking dogs, that's it. <laughs> no, but I want to honestly like do just outdoorsy things, kind of be... I don't really know if I want kids, to be honest with you, but we'll see what happens down the road. But just want to stay active. I want to... Because that is, like, my main passion. Like, my passion my work hasn't really come yet. So, like, passion in a career has not presented itself to me yet, which is fine. But we're trying different things. You know, we're working around it. But do I still love my job? Absolutely. I love the people I work with, too. But, like, my goal in life is really just to never stop being, like, satisfied because I just know too many people that have gotten to that point. And they're like, you know what? That's good. Like, I- I'm good. Like, I got a house and I got some yard and I, you know, this is fine. I got a decent job. It's okay. They just settle. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I can ever do that because one, I'm really bad at like kind of staying in one spot in general, but like I'll be at this job in a year. Like I even said in the beginning of this, I'll be February's a year. Bam. What's next? You know, like am I moving up in at Penn state? No. Okay. Maybe I have to go. Like it kind of, is trying to figure out what is the next thing I can do. And I think like athletically, like I kind of have like the same in my head, like I was a utility player for softball. So I can, I'd be a utility player athletically for the rest of my life. You know, like that kind of was like the try thing. Like, why can't I bike swim and run in one day? Like, why can't I do that? Yeah. Yeah, We're kind of, we kind of like drive this podcast and like, you kind of have to get low to get high. Like we all have those lows Mm. in life. And a lot of times they lead to like, you know, your pinnacle or getting high. Um, what would you say like some of those lows are for you? I would say definitely like getting uncomfortable, like on like not on purpose, yeah. you know, being in awkward conversations or hard conversations 
or even like not being on great terms with family like that sucks like that happened to me like when I was like coming out and everything like I didn't have anybody and it was just like it is what it is but um those lows like looking back even like going off of that example that makes me like protect my relationship with my parents and my family like even more now because I know that they know like fully who I am and that is what they love me for now too Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because like those lows are not what make you but you know what push you forward so it feels like the one you said that like that that's fantastic the lows are what put you high Mm-hmm. It's not what makes you, but it shapes you. Oh my gosh! You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not to, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. what was that like for you, like coming out? It and was everything? so so interesting. I feel like everyone kind of knew, <laughs> but nobody really wanted to talk about it. And um, before Caitlin, my current girlfriend, she's we've been dating for like two years and some months, but um, she's fantastic, and she's one of like my team players, right? She plays Division One softball. That's where we met, but. Um, same mindset as me, all that great stuff. But before that, like I'd kind of never really had like a girlfriend, girlfriend, like she, like random people kind of in, in between like the cracks. So I think that's why my parents weren't like, they didn't fully believe it. You know, like they, it was like a belief thing. Yeah. And I was kind of like, no, like I'm not kidding. Like this is real. Like I promise you. And so not being like believed was definitely like the hardest thing, but when they realized like who I was with is like a great human and you know they just kind of wanted to like relate the what I was feeling to a person I think or Mm -hmm. like because you know I never was like hey this is my girlfriend until Caitlin right so that was good that they also knew her before she was my girlfriend too because she was my teammate for my girlfriend um no but it was it was really hard like it was I do downplay it when I talk about it I've tried to get over that because why should I down, I'm not going to downplay it, but like, it wasn't the best, but we've gotten through it. And like family loves Caitlin. Like I love Caitlin's family. They love me. So the whole coming out thing was interesting here. Cause I was curious. Oh, about, like, for fucking sure. Yeah. I was like, but that's when I was like the peak of what I really cared about. Like what people thought of me, yeah. which like doesn't matter, but like 10 out of 10 times, like I'm the same personality and the same person like I'm not gonna say or do anything different as what I would do if before you knew that I like girls no yeah you're literally just like the exact same exactly like I can attest to it you're the exact same fucking person so and it's like I would never be like at the gym I went up to people that I like I see and you know have a full conversation of people that I graduated with it was David but um and like in my brain I'm like I hope People like that never think that I'm different because I'm a little different, but actually it's always who I was. Less of you. you know <laughs> no, I mean? yeah, like, exactly. For what? Who are they to tell you who you can or can't love? Exactly. But <laughs> that's fuck not, yourself. I also think like that our generation wouldn't be the ones to think that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you always kind of know? Um, like coming up in high school, like mm-hmm. what, were you were you always like? I actually. Like didn't know like really really until I got to college okay yeah and I didn't I think because it never like the opportunity or like you know like when you see it you can like believe it like Mm -hmm. I was always kind of like confused (laughs) as to why I didn't really like 
love, love being in a relationship or, yeah. you know, like with guys, obviously I was kind of like, yeah, this is fun. Like, woo like, you know, like, <laughs> like, but like, this isn't like, but then I was in a relationship with a girl uh, and I was like, holy crap, like, this is awesome. Like, uh, this, is, this is love. This is love, uh, you know, and like, you said, which I feel so bad because I would say like to those, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, like, I love you, but like. I really didn't know, like, who lo knows what love is until, like, a certain person anyway. No but one Exactly. And, no, but I really didn't know until, like, I felt it. But then you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, that kind, that kind of thing. Like, when you look back. Mm -hmm. So. Did you ever go through, like, a period where you're kind of, like, like, kind of, like, faking who you were almost? Yeah. The yeah. freshman year was, was interesting of um, college. Like, if you kind of honestly even, like, go back and, like, my Instagram or, or whatever, like, it doesn't even really look like me. Like, it doesn't, you can tell, like, I wasn't really smiling and I wasn't actually happy. Like, you weren't, like, letting your true right Yeah. Because I, like, by the time I got to college, like, I didn't, like, I don't want to say, like, experiment. I kind of hate that word when it's talking about, like, being with different people, but... Like, I didn't really, like, give it a chance until, like, sophomore year, mm -hmm. late sophomore year. So, because that's when I began, like, having feelings. But um, before that, you could, you can tell. Like, I was just, like, uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. I was wearing, like, I was, I can still dress like a girl. I love dressing like a girl. Like, love it. But I do kind of just meet in the middle and wear athletic clothes most of the time. But I don't need to be, but that's what I was trying to do my freshman year, like, skirts every single time I went out, crop tops every, like, every single time I went out, like, mm -hmm. trying way too hard to be this person that I wasn't, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I would do you, say. Do you have, any, like, any advice for people that are kind of, like, going through what you went through? Yeah, definitely. I would say, like, don't be afraid to just, like, sit with yourself, and, like, I don't know what I really needed to do then, but like, or write it down or actually something I do love talk, doing now is just like sitting by myself and talking out loud and like talking through my emotions and like listening back to it. Like I'll record myself, but, and actually like think about, is it one for me or is it for other people? Like, am I holding these emotions in and these feelings in because I don't, want them to be see to be seen or I don't want that to be me period because those are two different things like internalized like homophobia like is a whole thing that is like so interesting that like looking back like definitely did happen to me like I was like completely like balled it up and stuffed it really really deep down but you can't like make other people happy by who you are like in the grand scheme of things like you said like we're only here for one life like why would mm -hmm. I ever fake who I am because I'm scared of what other people think of me Absolutely. yeah you. but um that is definitely so, like it's easier said than done obviously mm -hmm. for sure but anyone that even I hope that even knows me or went to Bangor or went to like some school around here I hope they're they know that my like messages are always opened like it's always sure. just to talk about it and I never really had someone to just, like, chat about it with. It was kind of just, like, let me just figure this out by myself. But, yeah. Um, but which can, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I wish, like, I just talked to somebody, you know. But, or even just, like, other, like, teammates that I knew on the team that were kind of, like, 
kind of like on the cusp of discovering that themselves too. I just wish I would have been like, yo, what's good? Like, mm -hmm. Is this real? Or like, <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Like my head coach was, was a lesbian for my freshman, sophomore and junior year. Like, why did I walk up to her and be like, yo, what, what, what gives? Like, is this, is this me? Like, <laughs> or like, but sometimes like, honestly, people will be like, um, oh, like, like I knew, I knew you were. And some people take offense to that, but there's a small part of me that I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> you knew before me. That's why like, you tell me. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was just like, why didn't you tell me or let me know? But honestly, though, honestly, because like yeah. when I was like slowly coming out to people, like they'd be like, oh yeah, like that, that makes sense. And I'd be like, okay, cool. So you have nothing else to talk about. Like yeah. that, that's fine. <laughs> but it is like that small comforting feeling to like get that like back though. So I would hope that people would kind of reach out to me. Like I said, when we had that FaceTime vid a couple weeks ago, I said uh, something along the lines. I was like, people don't always need to be told what to do. They, sometimes they just need to know they're not alone. Yeah. Because like, when you feel like alone like that and alienated, you're like, fuck. Yeah. And then that's when you do start internalizing stuff. And you just, you know, you just throw it to the fucking back end. And, you push it down and then you try to forget about it mm -hmm. and then it presents itself in a different way that could be detrimental, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, dude, this is who I am. If you don't like it, fuck you because yeah. I'm going to be this way anyway, mm -hmm. you know? And I think people, like, I was so hung up on, like, what my parents were going to think, right? Like, so incredibly, like, with anything, really. Like, yeah. I was, it was weird because I was almost a little nervous to, like, tell them I was going, like, all in on this, like, like Iron Man thing, which, like, for what reason? But, right. um... But people really, like, I think so highly of my parents, but in this kind of situation, like, when I was coming out, like, I cared so much. Like, I was like, if they're upset, like, and they don't want me to be like that, then I'm not going to be like that. And that is, like, so wild to me. Like, looking back, like, if they weren't, they weren't extremely, like, supportive at first. Obviously, it's a little scary, like, your kid coming out to you. But at the same time, like, don't think of, like, what other people are going to think of you or, like, it's in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah, your parents are a part of your life and you can't choose your family, but going back to finding your team, you can go find family and, like, make you feel how you are meant Got to be right felt. Here. Yeah. Family isn't always blood. And quite frankly, blood isn't always family either. Mm. Yeah. That is what it is. Yeah, and that's with, all, like, all aspects of life. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think I'm out of questions. We got uh, the one grand finale question go for it what is your purpose oh jeez i know you guys were gonna ask me this fuck no that i'm be, i'm gonna be like straight up like 100 percent honest like i don't really know i don't really know and that's okay and right, we'll, we'll phrase it in a different way yeah i think is the best way you can help people on this earth mm -hmm. oh that's a good question it's the same question though it is the same question. Oh, fuck you, man. Help people, helping people on this earth, to me, looks like kind of just leading, like leading by example, one, and also just being in a place where, I don't even know how to describe it, like unapologetically like yourself, really. Because leading by example is one thing, like you can work your ass off and you can show up on time and 10 minutes early because that is on time and all this 
you know, that goes with leading by example, right? But you do have to show your true colors, like, at the same time. And I feel like people say lead by example, but not all the time does it connect with being who you are. And, like, when I think lead by example, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, these guys, like, they're going all in on this podcast. And they are, like, day and night working out, doing these crazy things, going in cold tubs, like, filming the cold tub from, like, the ceiling. Like, what the fuck? Like, but taking those next steps to be different. But at the same time, like, I, you can look deeper into, the, into that and know that they are being, like, themselves and being their humans that they are meant to be. So being unapologetically yourself, I would probably say comes with leading by example but i don't want that to just straggle out i love that that's gonna be the title yeah yeah 100 yeah definitely there's so much freedom in that too man hmm. where can we find you i guess like instagram where yeah you yourself out? danny fay underscore six on both twitter and instagram and yeah that's about it linkedin if you want to connect <laughs> yeah i'm on linkedin it's actually really important Shit. it is really important <laughs> it sucks i hate linkedin no, I hate it too. I just made like the like most sappiest, like torniest yeah. post the other day about like my whole first fall at Penn State. But you have to do it. Yeah. It's, it's fine. so annoying. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, well, cool. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm fired up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>